everyone, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Tiffany, and you're listening to another episode of The Disney Download. Here at The Disney Download, we'll be discussing the latest Disneyland news along with sharing park tips and tricks. Plus, we'll be sharing our opinions on everything in the Disney universe. So get ready to have some fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Disney Download. Today, we're going to be talking park news, and we'll also be sharing some fun things that you could do for Valentine's Day to give you some inspiration. But first, Carolyn's going to start off with the news. Yes, so excited about our first bit of news. So if you have been following any Disney account, I'm sure you have seen this. They posted it probably on all of their channels. But we got a sneak peek of the new Spider-Man that is going to swing into action above the Avengers campus this summer. So if you saw the clip, it was a slow-mo video of a basically animatronic Spider-Man, which we saw teasers of in the Imagineering story. We didn't know quite what it was, but it looked kind of like Spider-Man-ish. So we got to see him in semi-action, um, in slow-mo, doing some of his Spider-Man moves. So guests visiting California Adventure this summer may be able to catch a glimpse of our friendly, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man swinging over the rooftops of the Avengers campus. And honestly, I think this looks amazing. If this is what is in store for Avengers campus, I am so here for it. I'm so excited. Uh, the slow-mo looks amazing, and I can't wait to see this thing just, like, flying over our heads in, like, real life. Me too. I'm super excited about that. Um, the next piece of news that we have today is that we have a new AP popcorn bucket. Yay! Um, so last year we had the Steamboat Willie um, refillable popcorn bucket, and that was super cute. And now they've basically done a spinoff of that and done a Steamboat mini popcorn bucket. Um, so it's super cute. It's $20 while supplies last, and you can get refills for $150 um, through March 29th. So you definitely want to check that out. If popcorn's like your thing, you will absolutely want to get this refillable bucket. Yeah, they're super cute. Refillable popcorn buckets aren't my thing, so I won't be getting this. But they actually, they come out today. So if you guys are listening to this, you better hop on over to Disneyland real fast because they tend to sell out. Um, I am excited because I'm going to be there today and I'm going to get to see like the madness unfold before my eyes um, and see like actually how crazy it is. So... This is always real fun, and it's super cute. And if you have the Mickey one, it matches it. So you should just get a set because it's, it's super cute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and other news, so if we go over to California Adventure, Soren over California is going to be returning for the full run of the Food and Wine Festival. And I am so excited about this. So Food and Wine, if you don't know, it starts on February 28th, so at the end of the month. Hopefully we get the menu soon so we can plan everything we're going to eat. Um, and it runs through April 1st. And during the full, complete run of the festival, we can enjoy Soren around California, which honestly, I definitely prefer Soren over California to Soren over the world. I don't know what it is. Uh, Tiff and I have talked about, should we like the smells a little bit more? I guess maybe because it fits more in the California theming of the park and it's the original. That's why I like it a lot more. The world one is cool, but I don't know. It's just something about the California one that I like a lot. So I'm very excited and can't wait to ride this. Um, yeah. During the I've been missing the smells of oranges, so I need that. 
I know that orange grove smell is just, oh, just gets you every time. So good. Um, so the next piece of news that we have is there's a new Bina's Guide to the Creatures of Batu. And this is a scavenger hunt that's available in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, this is for kids nine years old and younger, and they have very well been checking that age. So no to adults. It's kind of a bummer because I would be so down to do this. But um, kids nine and younger get to explore and research that too. Um, they're completing a mission, and they will, at the very end, earn a special coin. So that's really cool, like a fun souvenir for the kids to take home. Um, you can pick up a guide uh, at the creature stall in the marketplace. So if that's something you want to do as Emily, definitely check that out. Um, and I'm realizing that that was the last piece of news that we have for you. <laughs> but um, that's definitely not all. We have new merch. So I'm going to get started on that because you all know that's my favorite segment. The first new thing that's out right now is the Nest branded Disney clothing line and that's super cool. Um, Neff has had a few other clothing lines in the past. Um, this one is very different from ones that I've seen before. It's kind of rainbow. It's like it's kind of a black background with rainbow writing on it or a white background with rainbow writing on it and characters. So it's pretty cute. Um, kind of basic which definitely is a lot of people's style. So that one is super cool. The next thing that we have is the Go Over the Rainbow with the 70s Retro Disneyland Apparel Collection. So that one I've really been digging. It is, like I said, very retro. Um, we've seen, like, the traditional Disneyland font with colors backed behind it. Um, I know that I have a shirt that's like that. Well, they're kind of playing off of that, and that, it's really cool. So definitely we'll want to check that out. And then just the fonts are really fun. And I kind of like, there's a few pieces that say either Disneyland or Disney World. And I like that they're kind of the same font, no matter which park you're in, because I know like it's kind of been an issue with the Disneyland logo being on Spirit Jerseys, which is the Disney World one. I think the Disneyland one is cuter. So it's kind of cool that this one is the same no matter where you're at, because we don't have that issue anymore um, with this collection. So Definitely want to check that out. Um, and along with that is the retro platform Crocs and button set. So they, like I said, platform Crocs, they're white, and then they have like retro coloring around the side. So if you like Crocs, these are definitely something new. And even if you don't, you might want to check them out because they are kind of different than other ones that I've seen, but they go along with that retro collection. And then Next, so much have, in this collection. There's a lot. There's like sweatshirts, t-shirts. It's like pants. They're like going all out. Like they saw this like a jumpsuit. The colors are like reds and yellows and oranges, which I definitely dig. But I don't know if this collection is like for me. But if you like love like the '70s vibe, I feel like this is gonna be your collection. Definitely, I might check something out. Like the sweatshirts, really cute. I think. So I mean, there's I like something in there for everyone. I feel like it's I feel like it's more your vibe than my vibe. Yes, it is definitely my thing. <laughs> I like it. I I feel this for you. <laughs> yes, I really like it. Um, the next really cool thing that's come out is these little character purses. They're now a thing. 
they're kind of trying to be like the pass holders, except they don't have a spot for your pass, which is kind of a bummer. I wish that they would add that. So Disney, we want it. Um, but the first little right. line that they have right now is the Mike Sully and then um, the Rainbow Unicorn. So that one's really cool. Yeah, I mean, you'd think you just, like, put a plastic flap on there for the passes, right? Right. Like, it's not that hard. And they'll sell even faster if you do that. Right? I Yeah, they just need to switch over to passes here, or purses with pass areas. Yeah. Combine the two. Multi-purpose. We like multi-purpose. Definitely. And then along with those, there's the Mickey and Minnie ones. They, I think, are a little bit cuter than the Pixar collection. So definitely want to check them out. They're classified as wristlets, but again, they're very similar. They're like the um, like small little pouch thing. So you will definitely want to give those a look. Um, the next thing is super exciting. We have the kind of denim collection from her universe, and that includes just like Mickey everywhere. So there's pants with Mickey's face all over it overalls there's um like t-shirts and stuff like i said it's another her universe collection which they always do a fantastic job with and that's probably something that carolyn and i will be more likely to purchase i'm really into the shorts they look like high-waisted and cute and i love them i agree with that i saw those shorts and i'm like they're coming home with me this week i love them so much they're super cute i like that they're high-waisted they are so, I know, I'm so into the high-waisted right now, like, and these shorts, they're just, I feel like they can go with pretty much any Disney outfit you wear, like, they're just cute, and the Mickey's, like, it's not like a huge Mickey on it, like, it's like a little Mickey pattern, and I just think it's, like, so adorable, and the, I'm like, oh, the overall, the, yeah, overalls really aren't, like, my thing, um, so I probably won't do that, and I'm not sure about the pants either, but I, there's also a shirt in the collection that I really like, it's, like, striped with Mickey's face on it. So, yeah, I'll probably get those two things because this is super cute. Love it. I agree. Um, The next thing that we have is the new ink and paint collection. There are pieces of this that I like and then pieces that I personally don't, but you might. Um, There are, like, phone cases. I've seen seen the spirit jersey and the ears that kind of go together. Um, it's like a white print, and then it has a bunch of different characters on it with, like, a different paint swoosh behind it, um, which the print itself is kind of cute, but the ears I thought were a little bit odd. They have the print, and then they have, like, paintbrushes as the bow. Definitely not my style, but, um, I mean, a lot of people are going crazy over them. So it's definitely something still worth checking out. Yeah, I like the concept for a lot of these things, and I think some of the non-clothing items work better for the ink and paint collection. Like, there's this OtterBox case with Sorcerer Mickey that looks half sketched and half kind of drawn in, and that's kind of the concept for the whole collection. Um, and, like, I don't know. I don't love the spirit jersey. I know people are, like, freaking out about it, but it just it feels like too much of a print for me. But, like, there are definitely things from the collection. Like, I think there's some mugs that I saw that I'm like, oh, that might, I might need those. Like, I love the idea of the ink and the paint and the drawing. But I think some of the items, well, it kind of like a lot of things with Disney, are executed a lot better than others. And the last merch item that we're going to talk about today is the Pandora, Pandora Jewelry 
um, they just released a new charm, and it is Star Wars themed, and it's Millennium Falcon. So super cute if you collect Pandora charms. This is definitely one you will want to go for. It's really, really cute. So that's all the merch we got today. I agree. This Pandora charm is really cute. I'm not, like I everyone knows I'm not super into Star Wars, so I won't be getting it, but I really love the Frozen ones they came out with, so if you're looking to kind of invest into some Disney jewelry that you can, like, wear and switch out things, Pandora is great. Um, so, moving on, we now have some new food things. It's the beginning of the month. We're starting to get some new food. It's not too, too much right now. Um, everyone's kind of focused on Valentine's Day, but if you love the beignets over at the Mint Julep Bar, we have our new February flavor, which is mint chocolate, so chocolate mint Mickey beignets. These are dusted with chocolate powder and crushed peppermint candies. So if you had the candy cane beignets, it's going to kind of like that with a chocolate flavor added in there. That actually sounds really yummy, so I might have to talk someone into sharing some beignets with me because I can't eat three of them on my own. Also, at the Tropical Hideaway in Disneyland, we have the savory pork lumpia. Uh, The lumpias are a mix of pork and vegetable in a fried wrapper uh, with a little bit of sweetness and a chili dipping sauce. And to me, these kind of look like egg rolls. Someone can correct me and say they're not egg rolls, but that's what they look like to me. They are Um, egg rolls. Okay, fifth correct me. <laughs> Lumpia is very different, but I think Lumpia is better. I mean, it probably is better. It just, it looks like an egg roll. And so without me actually having like had it, uh, that's like very similar. Yeah. yeah, like that's the closest thing visually I can equate it to. Um, it probably does taste very different, but um, I don't know if I'm going to be trying these. I'm not a huge fan of pork and fried wonton type things. So I will probably skip this, but I've heard good things. And then if uh, sweets are your thing, if you head over to Clarabelle's in DCA, they have a new Valentine's dipped ice cream bar and a strawberry cream macaroon. Both of these are so freaking adorable. And the ice cream bar is dipped in dark chocolate and is topped with red, pink, and white sprinkles, and then a little chocolate heart featuring Minnie and Mickey. And I got their uh, peppermint one over the can. It was like the Christmas tree one. It looked like a tree over the holidays. That was so good. Um, This flavoring sounds like a tad more generic, but honestly, it is so cute. It's not that expensive, and it's a great little Instagram photo for Valentine's Day. And then the strawberries and cream Valentine's Day heart macaroon is also super cute, very Instagrammable. It features a wet red and white heart-shaped cookies, a heart sprinkles, and then a strawberry buttercream filling with a strawberry compote center. So if you love strawberry, this sounds like it is going to be your jam. Then the last thing we have is the Craftsman Grill has a monthly hot dog. And so this month's hot dog is their all-wrapped-up dog. So this dog is wrapped in a golden dough that's coated with herbs and cheese and served with a side of crinkle fries and a roasted red bell pepper sauce. So if you like hot dogs and you want something slightly more elevated, this actually looks really good. It reminds me of, like, a big pig in a blanket because it's wrapped in the dough. And it sounds pretty bomb. So those are some of your new food things. Now moving on to some movie news. We got some 
real exciting news this week. So Disney announced that they are going to be releasing, (laughs) we're like about to burst because we're so excited about this. They're going to be releasing Hamilton into movie theaters using the original Broadway cast. So this is actually the original Broadway cast performing from the Rogers Theater in New York City. They recorded it a few years ago. So it is going to be not them like reenacting it in on like on a movie set it's going to be their performances on the stage from New York just showed in a movie theater and honestly I could not be more excited about this um it's coming out on November uh, not November October 15th in 2021 so we still have some time but we have all like marked our calendars because I guarantee you tickets for this are going to go so fast like I I, I think I like had a heart attack when I saw this post. Have you listened to Hamilton before? Yes, and I okay. I love I love Hamilton. Like it yeah. is one of those soundtracks I put on at work when I just need to like focus because like the beats in it are just so good. And like for a while, I don't think I remembered half of the story because I just like listened to it and then I like have to like focus and do things, but. Yeah, I've never actually seen it in person, so I am so excited to be able to see the original cast doing it, but also be able to see it, like, on a a big screen. I think it's just going to be phenomenal. Definitely. I definitely urge everyone, if you have not listened to it on Spotify or wherever, you definitely need to. I know a lot of my friends, like, don't want to because they want to see the play, but I promise you there's no dialogue beyond what is in the playlist so you could listen to it front to back and you won't miss anything but I'm so excited to see this with the original cast as well because they're like ah, magnificent so good (laughs) and I mean Lynn's your boy so he's my husband he's slowly coming up to John (laughs) Samos he might like edge him out a little bit well, you know, like, since we, like, met that one time, like, <laughs> things really took off. You, like, you had a connection. And when I say met, I mean we locked eyes and he quickly looked away. But, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever story you tell yourself. Yeah, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> the next piece of news we have um, regarding movies is that the final mo- uh, movie trailer for Mulan came out this week. And it is so good the extended version of the trailer and um, I mean it's nothing that we weren't expecting because of course it's just like the Mulan story but uh, it gives us a little more insight and just makes us all a lot more excited so can't wait to see that in theaters. Yeah definitely just adding to the hype and the excitement for Mulan. I'm very excited I know we've talked about our like differing opinions on the Disney live action remakes like we're going to talk about one next week that we're probably going to have some pretty strong opinions on. Um, But I think this one's going to be a really good adaptation and diversion from the Mulan story. Like I think they're going to keep the heart of it, but I think retell it in a really good way. So I'm trying not to have my expectations too high on this one because I really don't want to be let down, but I really think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I hope so. And then another thing that we got during the Super Bowl, which was just a whole, like, Marvel explosion, um, we got a very short Super Bowl spot for Black Widow. Now, it wasn't long. It didn't show too many things that we hadn't seen before. 
But one of the things was that shield flip with Taskmaster and like, oh man, like, oh, I just get so excited anytime I see more Marvel content. Like, I think Black Widow is just going to blow everyone out of the water with like what they're going to do and the story they're going to tell. And I don't think, I think we think we know what we're going to get, but I don't think we actually know what we're going to get. Like, I think we're going to walk out of the theater and be like, what just happened? I hope so. I'm like all for a good twist. I love it. And she's just so awesome. She's going to, she's going to kick butt. Yes, she is. Cool. Well, um, in other Disney Plus news, we have some new things that we wanted to talk about in regards to the streaming platform. Um, the first thing is that season two of Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings is going to be coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, how sweet. Um, and it will follow 16 couples as they celebrate their most romantic milestones at all of the Disney parks and resorts. So they'll go through Disney World, Disneyland, obviously, but they'll also go to the Disney Cruise Line, Aluani, um, Disney Resort and Spa, and just have romantic trips by Disney. So I think it'll be interesting to see all that Disney has to offer. Of course, we all think we already know, but it will just give us even more of an in-depth look and, of course, wish that we had the money for these extravagant weddings. So that would be really cool. I mean, I probably shouldn't watch it because I'll convince myself that I need to have a Disney wedding and then I won't accept anything less than a Disney wedding and the Mm. poor soul that I marry will just have a Disney wedding. So (laughs) I looked into it around my wedding and I was like, ha, 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 never mind once I saw the price. (laughs) With that villain laugh, you got (laughs) (laughs) nope. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think I should watch season one, and then I'll probably watch season two because I've never watched it at all. Usually, because I avoid like chick flicky things, and wedding shows seem rather chick flicky to me. Yeah, but it's kind of like like say yes to the dress type thing, but it's cool. I mean, but Disney themed, it'll give me ideas. You know, they should let me be on it, and then I can have their first Marvel-themed wedding. And I keep like... saying for my vow renewal, we're going to Disney World. So, And mm-hmm. that's not for three more years, but it's happening. <laughs> well, you have three years to plan and prepare, and you can watch the Disney wedding show on Disney Plus and take all the notes and then present them to Gil and make your case, and he'll say yes to yeah. the Disney wedding. He Just like that. It. We can make a show. The next Disney Plus show, show, say yes to the Disney wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In other Disney Plus news, we got our first footage from the Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. So we all had our minds blown during the Super Bowl when Disney Plus released a 30-second teaser for these three series, giving us a little bit of insight maybe in what it looks like. So for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this is following Sam and Bucky after the events of Endgame. They team up in a global adventure to test their abilities and their patience, so they're probably still not going to get along all the time. I mean, it's pretty evident if you've watched any of the MCU films, they don't always see eye to eye. So this one is going to debut in August. We finally have a kind of like rough timeline for when it's starting. So August, sometime in August, we're going to get that. 
And then WandaVision, which is going to blend the style of classic sitcoms with the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda and Vision, who are two superpowered beings living in their ideal suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not quite as it seems. And that is going to be debuting in December. And the clips that we got from both of these shows, my mind was blown. I think I watched... I. I watched the trailer like maybe 10 times and I had to stop watching it because I was just pacing nervously around my apartment because I didn't know what to do with my excess energy like it they look amazing yeah I need more of that footage please right like stat it looks so good I can't wait that long right and like it's I mean it's gonna be here before we know it but like holy cow like WandaVision just looks so crazy still and I feel like we haven't like we even haven't even scratched the surface with like the clips that we've seen from these shows Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's just going to be so beyond what we can imagine it's crazy um and then in terms of Loki so we literally only got like a little teeny teeny tiny bit of Loki so it kind of confirms that they have like maybe begun production on the series so that show is going to follow the um villain Loki as he resumes his role as the god of mischief um after the events of Endgame and we also heard reports this week that Owen Wilson is going to be joining that cast for a yet unknown role so this is going to debut in sometime in the spring of 2020 and I can't wait to see how all of this information for Loki unfolds because like Owen Wilson is kind of like a comedy actor so I'm really interested to see how they integrate him into this series and I mean Loki is kind of comedic so I don't know I'm I'm so fascinated by all of this news and what we've seen and I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how it all plays out yeah I mean when I saw, um, I don't know what his name is, but if anyone watches Gilmore Girls, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Just tell the me the guy who plays, um, what's his name in Guardians? You know what I'm talking about? Not Luke. Oh, he plays Craglin. Yeah, Craglin. No, the guy who plays Luca's on the resonance. And... Yeah. I've not, <laughs> That's know, for like, another podcast. Um, what's his name, though? What? Oh, it's a... It's he's uh, James. It's Sean Gunn. He's James Gunn's brother. When I saw him in Guardians, I was like, Haha, "What the heck?" But actually, like, it worked out really well. So maybe Owen Wilson will like kill it, and it'll be amazing. And also, Toby from no. This Is Us is pays a face, and I was like, "Oh, he's such a sweet little face." And then he's like, "Pays a face." <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It'll probably be like perfect because Owen Wilson's actually a very versatile actor. I just feel like I only know him from his comedic Me too, roles. Like I yeah. Have, I haven't watched a lot of his more, like, serious stuff. So I don't doubt that he can do it. I'm just very interested to see, one, who he's playing, and, like, two, like, how that, like, fits into the story. I think because we just don't know a lot about Loki. And, like, maybe once we kind of see, like, WandaVision and see how it's, like, playing into maybe Doctor Strange, which I know Loki is also supposed to be tying into – like maybe those like things will be a little bit more clear once we have more information on all of these. But I just think it's such an interesting like casting and I love I just love that that like that's how diverse the MCU is. Like they just can cast anyone and it somehow usually works. Yeah, I agree. It's so good. Um the next thing we have in regards to 
um, Disney Plus is uh, Emilio Estevez is going to reprise his role as Coach Gordon Bombay in The Mighty Ducks. Um, I'm not super duper familiar with The Mighty Ducks, but um, this is going to be a 10 episode Mighty Ducks TV show that's coming to Disney Plus, um, and Emilio Estevez will be on that initial cast when it debuts. So that'll be really cool. Maybe I'll start getting into the Mighty Ducks. Who knows? We will see. Yeah, no, I've never saw it. It's kind of one of those ones. I don't know why I never saw it growing up. Maybe they said like a bad word. My parents wouldn't let me. But yeah, I didn't ever watch that one. And I think it's really cool that they're getting the um, like him back because I know he's such a big like focal point in the movie. So I'll have to watch it and then watch the show and see what all the Mighty Ducks hype is about. I never watched it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, So for our next bit of news, it is rumored that Margot Robbie has been offered the role of Tinkerbell in the live-action Peter Pan movie that is coming to Disney+. Plus. So Disney is really on a live-action remake kick. Um, According to Screen Rant, they've offered her the role, but it is yet to be determined if she has accepted the part. So the character breakdown for the film uh, for Tink's character is she is Peter Pan's partner in crime and a voice of reason. She's the one to swoop in and save the day when the Lost Boys are hopelessly lost. So it sounds like it'd be a really good fit for Margot Robbie. um, And I actually think I'd really like to see her interpretation of Tinkerbell. I think she'd be really great um, based on kind of what she's done. And I did like her in Suicide Squad as Charlie Quinn. Like I thought she was like the only good part of that movie um and for this film it supposedly starts going to start filming in april and go through august so this might be something we see on disney plus sooner rather than later (laughs) okay we know how you feel about live action remakes tiff (laughs) i mean yeah i think she'll be good in that role but i mean there's already too many live action peter pan make something else (laughs) Right. I mean, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, I mean, I, I love the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of like Spider-Man yes. where they've just done so many iterations of it that you're like, do we need to see Peter Pan again? Probably yeah. not, but because Disney hasn't made a live action, but they now have. it is their turn. Did they? I'm pretty sure. Didn't they make Hook? Okay, yeah, but that was like a long. That was like, that's like a long time ago. Been there, done that. It's not. It's not that long ago, but it's like that was a while ago. That was like twenty years. They have a whole new crop of children to give live action movies to now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I under I understand how those how the Disney brains are working. I get it. I agree. It's too much. It's too much Peter Pan. We just had. I literally feel like we had one a couple of years ago, and then I feel like we had another one fairly recently. Yeah, like it's just a lot. Like, once if they can do something it, like they did with Spider Man, where they kind of like breeze past the basic facts and like gave us something new, maybe maybe then it was. I'll like it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that was the success of Homecoming, not to, like, we're, we're going to take a little side road right now. But, like, that was one of the successes. Like, we didn't need the origin story of Spider-Man. We know the origin story of Spider-Man. So, like, skipping all of that. Like, and I don't know how you do that with Peter Pan, but I think there's probably a way they could do it that'll be, that would be interesting to watch. And I would yeah. be interested in watching that movie. 
I've always been obsessed with Peter Pan too since I was a kid. Um, so you know, if they want to bring Jane on into this movie, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Should add that to my Disney. Plus I think list. it's on Disney Plus. I actually really like the music in that movie, and it makes me cry. So you should check it out. Great, more crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, speaking of crying. Our next piece of news is something very sentimental involving Christmas. Hooray! Um, so <laughs> this um, piece of news is that Isla Fisher and Jillian Bell will star in the new original movie called Godmothered, which, like I said, is set at Christmas time. It's supposed to actually be a comedy about Eleanor, who is a young and experienced fairy godmother in training. Um, and then Bell, upon hearing that her chosen profession is facing extinction she decides to show the world that people still need fairy godmothers so that sounds really cool um she finds a letter from a 12 year old girl in distress and then eleanor uh tracks her down and discovers that the girl Mackenzie is now a 40 year old single mom working who is um isla fisher that's the mom um she's working at a news station in boston and she had lost her husband several years earlier. Mackenzie has basically given up on the idea of happily ever after, but Eleanor is bound and determined to give Mackenzie a happiness makeover, whether she likes it or not. So this sounds kind of funny and cute, and this would be another good one for Christmas time. I really like um, the one that they did with, oh, Noel, that's what it's called, with Anna Kendrick from last Christmas. I thought it was super funny and cute. And hopefully this will be something along those lines as well. Yeah, this sounds super cute. I just got emotional listening to you, like, describe the story. So I really hope that it doesn't make me cry that much. And I I love Ella Fisher. I think she's amazing. I love her in Confessions of a Shopaholic. I think she's just so cute and funny and, like, quirky and captures that energy really well. So I can't wait to watch this. I think it's going to be a really cute one. Yeah, I agree. I'm a sucker for a good Christmas movie. Kind yeah. of. I mean. <laughs> cool. Well, that is a lot of news today, but really good, really exciting news. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then Carolyn and I are going to go through some fun inspiration for Valentine's Day and things that you can do around the parks and at the parks. Cool. So we're back and we're excited to talk about this topic. We know a lot of people, there's that group of people who think Valentine's Day is made up, bleh, holiday. Me. And then, yeah. And then there's me who loves Valentine's Day. Um, but whether you're single or dating, you could do this stuff with a friend. Like, it's just some good ideas. You can make Valentine's Day what you want to make it. I know you're like, we're excited. And I'm like, nah, I don't know how excited I'm about Valentine's Day. I mean, if you know me, like, Valentine's Day is fine. I understand that we like to celebrate romance. And even if I was dating someone, I still wouldn't be excited about Valentine's Day. Like, it's not a, like, I'm single thing. I just, 
it's not my favorite, but we have lots of ideas for you guys to have fun on Valentine's Day or before Valentine's Day, whichever you prefer. It actually falls on a Friday this year, and then President's Day is the Monday afterwards. So it's really great to actually go have, like, a staycation in the Disneyland area and do all these things because, you know, there's great hotels there, and it's, like, a perfect little, like, getaway just like be away from if you have kids like take a weekend away from the kids if you're you know just you and your hubby like find a sitter for the dog and just like take the weekend and go relax whatever you want to do make valentine's day what you want to make it but we have some ideas so we're going to start at disneyland and if you really love to do kind of like fun things maybe you don't want to go and do the park um you don't want to pay for a day pass whatever it may be disneyland is doing the disneyland after dark sweethearts nights which are going to be february 12th and 13th so they are on weekdays so that's going to be third wednesday and thursday of next week and um, if you are able to take the time off, it could be a fun thing to go ride some rides, have some fun, like, Valentine's Day food, take some really cute pictures, um, and maybe spend a little bit less than you would on a day ticket. Um, some ideas we had for if you are annual pass holders, even if you aren't annual pass holders, you can do this. Some fun things to do are Disney photo scavenger hunts or just scavenger hearts, scavenger hunts in the park in general. Uh, one person could make a list and the other person could go find it or you each can make lists and then you have to like go find the other things. Uh, one of our friends, her fiance actually did this for her one of the times they went to Disneyland together. And at the end, if she got all the things, she actually got this cute little like surprise from him. So this is a really cute idea um to do with your significant other or with a friend if you guys just want to have fun another fun thing to do is during a day of first so i know even as pass holders like we go to the park a lot but there may be things that you know we just don't do or we've never done like me i have never ridden the chippendale like ride back in toontown so i was at the park with a friend the other like a, i don't know a couple months ago and i was like oh my gosh i've never ridden this and he was like oh we should go and i was like okay cool let's do it so there is probably something that you and your friend or your significant other haven't done in the park so you guys can go and do a day of first and even if one of you has done it and the other one hasn't you guys can like still do it because that's like a fun experience that's something I actually really like a lot is doing something with someone who's never done it before but that I've done it because I really love to see their reactions and I always hope it's the same reaction that I have because then we can like connect on it but sometimes it's fun if you guys differ because then it's like you know, not everyone loves the same things. Um, next, in downtown Disney, they obviously have lots of great dining options. You can go on a date there. But another fun thing to do is at Footsville, you can go bowling and do dinner. So that is a great Valentine's Day date option. And then the last thing is, if you wanted to have a more elevated experience, you can always do any of the fine dining experiences in and around Disneyland. And Tessa and I do a whole episode on all the fine dining options back on December 12th of 2019. So we recommend checking that out and getting all the info there on your fine dining options. But it was announced that Catal is having a special Valentine's Day dinner for two. So this is a prefix menu that you order um, and they bring out like stuff you guys have put. So that is like super cute. And if you like fine dining options or just want something for that kind of like once a year where it's going to be like extra special we 
definitely recommend doing these fine dining options. For sure. Um, one of my very first Valentine's Day with Gil, we did Carthay, and it was super romantic and fun, and it was really special, and I'll always remember it. So it's definitely something you want to look into. So listen to that episode we did, because we have lots of good tips for you. Mm-hmm. Besides all the things that you can do in the park, there's lots of stuff actually in the area of Anaheim that you can enjoy if your significant other or your friend doesn't have a pass. That's okay. There's, like I said, lots you can do. Uh, one of my personal favorite things to do and something that my husband and I actually do um, a couple times a year, we like to go to the Anaheim Packing District. And if you haven't heard of this, it is one of my favorite things. It is a food mall, basically, and it's really cute, light and bright, lots of plants and pretty everywhere. And then uh, there's rest, like different restaurants all around. So if you guys have different taste buds, that's totally okay. Everyone can just get what they want and still enjoy each other's company. There's spots to sit outside that are very relaxing. There's like an outdoor fireplace and um, places that they also have a little secret speak easy. You can definitely check out their website to learn more about that. Um, but one of yeah. my personal, have you been to it? No, but our friend, one of our friends has, she goes for the Christmas pop-up. It's called the blind rabbit. Um, and it's on my list of things to do. Yeah. I've never been to a speakeasy before. So that sounds like something fun. <sighs> oh, we should go. We should go on like Dapper Day or something when we're dressed. <gasps> like, Oh, okay. I'll make a reservation. Okay, cool. Um, And then also I noticed that they had like vegan food as well, which we're probably going to try to get over there sometime soon and try the vegan food as well. And my personal favorite in there is Mini Monster. They have the best boba ever. And they have like really fun shaped glasses. Like I got one that was a light bulb with a really yummy lemonade with boba and then they put cotton candy on top and three pebbles and it was a lot but it was so good so there's a lot and lots to eat over there yeah there's definitely lots to do lots of options so if you're not sure what you want to eat it's a great place to go like have lots of options to eat yeah definitely and sometimes like Gil and I we would go to the packing district and like eat snacks or get like a treat or whatever. And then we may go like to downtown Disney and just like walk around. Or we've done that with friends who didn't have passes. You know, we'd go shopping because it's five minutes from the park. So you just go and shop around or do whatever. Um, And you don't have to have a Disney pass or ticket to enjoy that. Um, The next thing that is really fun and something that I really want to do is the Great Park Balloon. That's in Irvine, which is, I would say, about 20 minutes south of the park. Um, But this is at, like, it's a park. They have a really fun carousel at the park and then a hot air balloon. And then on the day after Valentine's Day, they're having a really fun event that you can check out on their website. Just Google Great Park Balloon Irvine. And the event they're doing to celebrate Valentine's Day is they're doing swing dance lessons and a swing dance party. So you do have to pay and register in advance. I believe it is $40 a couple if you want to do the just the lesson and the party. Or if you want to just go for the party, that is $10 a person. So check that out. That looks like a ton of fun. 
something that I would want to do. And it's a hot air balloon that is attached to a rope. So it's a little bit less risky than like a true hot air balloon, but you, you get a really cool view. You don't have to worry about like floating off into the sky and never coming back. I know my husband's afraid of hot air balloons. Don't tell anyone I said that. And he probably won't listen to this, but um, I'm like, like, he won't do I won't mention me. it. Well, I'll go. We'll go. We'll do all these things. See, like, like we were saying, maybe your significant other doesn't want to do these things. So find a friend and go with them. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Um, The next thing that is actually pretty close to the Great Balloon Ride, so once you're done with all that fun, you can actually go over to the Irvine Spectrum Center, and it's a really cool shopping center. There's tons of places to shop, some of my favorite places. Um, They also have a Ferris wheel, so if you want to do, like, a romantic ride at night or whatever, that is something really cool you can do. And then I know, like, one of the Instagrammable places that people go in the Irvine Spectrum is the Hello Kitty Cafe. You do have to have a reservation to get um, all the way inside. Like, there's, like, a special secret spot of the cafe that you do need a reservation for, and they do, like, tea time in there. But there's also a section that you do not need a reservation for, and it's also really cute and marbly, and you can still order, like, Hello Kitty drinks and stuff like that in there. They have a really good mint lemonade that you can check out. So um, if you have, like, girlfriends or, I mean, really anyone, it's really fun to go and um, just get a little drink over there. Oh, that sounds cute. Yeah, it's super cute. And then the last one that I have is a picnic on the beach. And that was actually mine and Gilbert's first date. We just got burritos and we sat on the beach and we ate them and it was amazing. And if you're looking for something a little more affordable, I would recommend this. You can literally get food anywhere. Just take it to the beach. Um, The one I'd recommend that's not too far from Disney is Huntington Beach. It's probably about 20, 30 minutes from Anaheim. And it's usually pretty empty, lots of open space. Um, I know a lot of my friends used to like to go to Laventina's Pizza, which isn't too far, and just like bring that over. Um, You could get acai bowls, really anything. But it's just like a fun place to just hang out, not spend a ton of money, and just enjoy each other's company. So, yeah. I mean, I love that. Low-key is like my jam. Yeah, I feel it. It's like less pressure. Yeah, I just, you know, I just like to keep things low-key. Yeah. Yeah, so those are all of our Valentine's Day suggestions. Um, If you want to share them, if you want to use them, please do. Uh, We hope you enjoyed all of our news and fun tips this week, and we'll come back next week with more stuff for you guys.